Hello and welcome to our latest Grazia Life Advice. This time, a music artist who will soon be dominating your playlists. Hi, my name's Sasha Keeble. I'm a singer-songwriter from South London and I'm on the Grazia Life Advice podcast. Sasha Keeble is so proud of her South London roots and says she feels protective of her part of the capital. Because of that, she says headlining Brixton Academy will be a landmark moment in her career. Yeah, Brixton Academy is like my my dream. Like when I play that, that's going to be a very iconic moment for me. I'm probably going to cry my eyes out. <laughs> Coming up, we talk a lot about how actively practicing gratitude not only makes Sasha's life better, it also helps her combat anxiety and depression. I do gratitude for my voice like every night. I'm like, thank you. Thank do you, you I love for that. giving me this voice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but for real, because like, this is what keeps me going. Like, this is what makes my money. Like, my voice is my bread and butter. So I have <laughs> to make sure that I appreciate it every day. And there is some great advice on focusing on the bright spots, even when things are difficult. I had a nice cup of tea today. I had a nice reflective moment looking out the window, like whatever it is, like you have to find joy in those moments and you have to be grateful for them. I hope you enjoy the chat. Here's Sasha Keeble. Hi, Sasha. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Whereabouts in South London are you from? I'm from Deptford. Okay. Very near me. Yeah. Oh, really? Where are you? Yeah. I'm um, just off the Woolwich Road. Oh, nice. Near Greenwich. Well, okay. it's not that nice, but it's no. all right. <laughs> I love I love all parts of South London. They're all beautiful in my eyes. <laughs> do, do you think that it's a part of the city that like defines you as a person somehow? Yeah, 100%. I think being from South London, I think you have to be a bit gritty and mm-hmm. a bit, I don't know, you just got to have your wits about you. I love, I just love South London. I'm just, I'm very protective over it. Yeah. I'm sure. Have you ever played any like iconic South London venues? I played Brixton Academy. I oh played wow, that, that must have been amazing. That was amazing. I didn't play. I want to headline it though. Like that's my real. Like I want to do that. But I just supported Disclosure there. Oh cool. I'm not sure about any others. No, that's. Well, you'll feel like you're coming home when you do. Yeah, Brixton Academy is like my my dream. Like when I play okay. that. That's going to be You've made a very it. iconic moment for me. I'm probably Amazing. going to cry my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen, I'm sure. It's only a matter of time. Um, so uh, you are with us today to talk to us about some of your advice for life. Um, and your first piece of advice is to always listen to your gut. Can you tell me a bit about this, Sasha, and when it maybe was the most significant thing for you? So I think it's more a thing of like throughout life, it's been very apparent to me that every time I haven't listened to my gut, it's not that I've like blamed anyone else, but it's, I always just think like, I knew that, I knew that that wasn't the right decision or that that was the right decision or I should have done this or I should have done this. And I think that more than anything, I just want to like make sure that like young women, especially because there are so many men that mansplain to you what you already know about yourself, what is already true. And this is something that really happened to me when I was younger. I want to just make sure that people are like, no, this, I know this to be true about myself or my position that I'm in or the career path that I want to take or the 
genre of music that I want to make, let's say if you work in music, and just listen to what you know to be true about yourself because there are going to be a lot of people that try and tell you different or try and convince you that they see something different in you. Like there's nothing wrong with taking advice from people, but when you know something to be true, just do it and don't apologize for doing that. Just do it because I've been in the, that position where I've had people convince me otherwise and it was I don't try, I try not to have regrets, but it's one of the things that I always regret about my youth, let's say, in the music industry is listening to other people and what they thought was right for me when I knew what was right for me and I knew what kind of artist I wanted to be. And it took me going around the houses with those people's ideas of what they wanted me to be to then fire those people and get back to the exact place where I was about five years earlier. I just had to like do a detour because people wanted me to be something I wasn't. So that's what I mean by follow your gut. I think it can be so hard when there's people in positions of power who are giving you advice to not waver on your gut and not waver on like what you think is right. It just takes someone to almost sometimes, if somebody's in a suit or in a boardroom, it can be very hard to still keep in your head no I'm right you're wrong especially if they're older or male you know we're so conditioned aren't we yeah absolutely like it's easy when people are supposed to be there to look after you to take their word for exactly what it appears to be and I think especially in an industry like music People don't have their your best intentions at heart all the time, even if they say they do, even if you really, really trust them. And that's the scariest thing I think about the music industry sometimes is if you haven't found your people and if you haven't kind of been tested with those people, it's hard to stand your ground if you're if you're faced with challenges from people who are older, more knowledgeable, more knowledgeable no one knows what they're doing in the music industry really like it's all just luck so <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. Uh, um Sasha your second piece of advice do you want to share that with us there's always a way to do what you want to do think outside the box even if you don't have the money or the resources mm. tell me about this basically I just think that some people get so hung up on having the money to be able to pull off these big campaigns or whatever. And some of my best work has been the most small budget, like no money at all, like no resources really, like just getting my friends together and being like, can you help me with this? Like, does anyone know how to do this? And asking, and I think the beauty in being able to reach out to people around you and kind of trying to find your your people again is like how you treat people like do you know what I mean like you have to make sure that you're building connections with people and you have to make sure that you're so that you can call on people for favors in times like these when you don't have the money when you don't have the resources so that you have those really strong connections with people um but yeah I think that we're we're made to believe that like to make something amazing, it has to have money behind it, but it just doesn't. 
you know, some of the most beautiful songs that have ever been written were just written on a guitar and with vocals and they were put out and they sound rough, but people appreciate that and people appreciate realness and never underestimate the power of being honest and connecting to people on that level. And then obviously as time goes on, you can work your way up and you can have those budgets and you can do all of the amazing artistic things that you wanted to do. But I would never say like limit your goals because I don't believe in that. But I think find a way to do what you want to do. Like you have to be creative. You have to think outside the box. You have to think, all right, cool. I can't rent a studio, but how can I, you know, I've done photo shoots of my own with a bed sheet behind me. And like, do you know what I mean? Like just to get, like, I don't know. It's, it, it doesn't have to be like that. It's, that's obviously a basic. But it makes answer, you more but... creative, doesn't it? When you're limited in some respects, like by yeah, budget. Yeah, I or... think it does. I think it really does. I think it makes you think outside the box and come up with ideas that maybe you wouldn't have come up with. Like you have to work at something as well. You have to, things, you can't just be like, I want this, I'm going to buy it. Like you have to be like, right, I can't afford this, but I want something similar to this. Or, you know, I want to go, go off of this idea. What is an interesting way that I can pull this off without having the budget? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really important to think down. I do mind maps all the time. I do mood boards. I do like I'm constantly just like gathering images, like gathering ideas. Like if one idea seems too big, then I'll get find another idea. Like and also, yeah, d- play around with ideas like it doesn't have to don't be so precious over something that it has to be this one thing like mm-hmm. find a different way to do it because there's always another way and there's always an interest there's an interesting way to do anything you just have to find that way and of course it helps if you have an amazing talent as you do and a beautiful voice um I mean, then I if anything's completely stripped back <laughs> and you're just singing like it's still an amazing piece of work because you've got the voice uh, to hold it which brings me on to your next piece of advice which is hone your instrument yeah and find your style what do you mean by that by that I mean I could always sing like from when I was a kid I could always sing but I think that it wasn't really until I was probably about 21 that I really found my voice and really found the style that I love to sing in maybe some people think that that's like a little bit later but I don't think I actually I think for a long time I was like, all right, cool, I can sing, I can write songs, so I'm just going to do that. And I didn't really consider who I genuinely was as a person. And that wasn't completely my own fault. You know, I was taken around the houses by a lot of people. I When I was 15, I thought I knew who I was, and I kind of did. And then it wasn't till about five, six years later that I did all the sessions. I did went round to every studio in London and worked with every producer and nothing was coming and I was I couldn't find who I was and I was lost and then once I stripped it back to just me and a piano I remembered who I was the 15 year old person that knew what she wanted to do how she wanted to sound and I really focused on that and I focused on what would make me happy what makes me the absolute happiest when I'm, when am I the happiest when I'm singing? When am I the happiest when I'm writing? What is the music that makes me happy? And once I did that and I started to really 
delve into myself, that was when I started to hone my instrument. And that was when I started to realize the power in my voice and how high I could go, how low I could go, the tonality of it. Like I can do whatever I want to do with my voice because I've worked on it so hard. And like I, my lower range, like I get a lot of comments on like, you, you know, you can sing so high, but you can also sing so low. And like my lower range wasn't there always. Like I worked on getting it down to like a low pitch. Like that was through, you know, recognizing what my voice could and couldn't do and wanting it to be this thing that I wanted it to be. Anyway, you know, it was, it was work, but it was also came from listening to the artists that I aspired to be like and really delving into how they wrote their songs, how they rolled out their projects, how they, you know, I'm really inspired by like 70s music. So obviously a project roll out then, there's no Spotify, there's no digital market at all. So it's quite different. But, um, you know, looking at their live shows, just look, whatever it is that you want to do takes time and it takes effort. And you can't just expect that you're talented at something and that's it. And you're just off running. Obviously for some people, amazing, great. It happens. Congratulations. Very proud of you. But for most people, you have to really focus on yourself and realize what your USP is. Like my USP is, I'm very, very, very honest. I'll always be honest with not just myself, but with my fans and with everyone around me. And my voice and my vocal ability is second to none. Like, so that's my USP. But obviously everyone else has different USPs. <laughs> so just focus on that and make sure that you appreciate what it is that you have and make sure that you respect it like I respect my voice and I mm. like I'm even I do gratitude for my voice like every night I'm like thank you thank do you, you I love for giving that me this voice yeah I'm like yeah but for real because like this is what keeps me going like this is what makes my money like I'll, I'll always have writing at the same time like I'll always be able to write but my voice is my bread and butter so I have <laughs> to make sure that I appreciate it every day i love that we're just going to jump to a quick break but we'll be right back and we're back with sasha keeble who's about to tell us her fourth piece of life advice which is i think sasha don't take yourself too seriously yes absolutely <laughs> i spent years of my life taking myself so seriously and being so to, to be honest, to be honest, the when I was taking myself seriously was when I wasn't being listened to and I felt like my opinion didn't matter. And this goes back to the first piece of advice of, you know, always listen to your gut and whatever. But when when you listen to your gut and when you have, when you feel like you're being respected, when you feel like you're being listened to, you have to remember like, for me anyway, like I do music, like, I, I I know that music is as powerful as anything else. But at the end of the day, it's still music. Like, I'm not doing heart surgery. I'm not, like... I, like, to be honest, I'm saving lives sometimes. Like, you know, I get messages from people that are like, you got me for a really hard time, blah, 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 blah. And that means so much to me. But, like, just... I can't with people that take themselves too seriously. Yeah, you've got to like, keep a bit of perspective. Mm -hmm. Get a grip. Like, just have a laugh. Go and have a little drink. Chill out. <laughs> like, just do what you need to do. Whatever it is. Like, go for a walk. Go and run around. Like, I just don't be so precious over, like, 
the tiny minuscule things because it's not going to get you anywhere and you have to be able to laugh at yourself and people appreciate when you can laugh at yourself like if you come to one of my shows all I do is take the mick out of myself like that's all I do like I don't like I'm just constantly like I'll be like pulling my wedgie out I'll be like <laughs> saying that I've got spanks on and like my spanks are on show like and when things go wrong like on stage and stuff I used to be so terrified of like everyone's gonna think I'm so unprofessional oh my god like blah 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 no, like people love it when things go wrong on stage because it shows that you're like a person and you're human. And like, I don't try and ever be anything other than that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be like prestige on stage. Like, that's just not who I am. That's why videos of like Beyonce falling over on stage go viral because it's like, oh my God, she's actually a person that falls over. Like, yeah. Right. Like, Beyonce sits on the toilet every morning. Like, yeah. You just don't be so like, uptight yeah. about everything it's almost self-preservation as well isn't it because if you if you go into a gig sort of setting up that dynamic with the audience then if something does go wrong you can laugh about it together whereas if you've gone in very much you know the Beyonce like I am not like you I am famous I am exactly you know, a god then when something does go wrong it's like schadenfreude you know everybody's shocked that you're not this infallible god that they thought you were so I totally get that and then you feel more embarrassed it's like you might as well just laugh and just go on and be like look I'm here for a good time not a long time just <laughs> have a have a laugh and just like yeah. do this thing because like it's more fun that way like as soon as I started kind of approaching life like that I just realized I was just generally happier mm. and generally less embarrassed about when things did go wrong. Which actually brings us on to the, your next piece of advice. Do you want to tell us what your fifth piece of advice is? Absolutely. It's find the joy in everything. Mm. So outside of work and music, how do you find your joy every day? So I have a dog who's mm -hmm. probably sat outside this studio right now crying her eyes out because <laughs> I had to look her out because her little clip-cloppy high heel toes are too annoying <laughs> for a podcast. Amazing. Um, but like every day I take my dog for a walk. Um, I do gratitude every night before I go to bed. I list off five things that I'm grateful for. Even if I've had the worst day, like I will make sure that I do my gratitude before I go to bed because I think it's just a great way to... Just get into your head that like, you know, you might be feeling rubbish right now, but there is still positives. There's always, mm. there's always five, you can always find five positives to a day. Like mm -hmm. even if it was, I had a nice, a, a very nice lunch. Like I had a nice chat with Sharon from <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But like you can find anything like. I had a nice cup of tea today. I had a nice reflective moment looking out the window, like yeah. whatever it is, like you have to find joy in those moments and you have to be grateful for them. I, I always find when I do my gratitude before I go to bed, it sets me up so nicely for the next day. Like it's the last thing I do before I go to bed. And I'm just like, you know, whoever, whatever it is you believe in, whoever it is you believe in, just, I, I believe in the universe. I'm like, thank you universe for, you know, thank you for this. So you're speaking this like uh, almost like a prayer rather than writing something down. In yeah, a yeah, journal. yeah, exactly. And I say it out loud with intent, like, thank you, universe, for this person in my life. Like, thank you for my dog. Thank you for that I got this job today. Thank you. Whatever it is, like, you know, it, it's obviously specific for the day. 
yeah, and I just feel like it sets me up so nicely for the next day. It reminds me, no matter how down I am, because I have really bad um, depression and anxiety and stuff. So it reminds me that no matter how rubbish things are at that point, there's always something that's yeah. going to be positive. There's always something to be grateful for. And I think for me especially, I really thrive off of that. And I really have to run with that idea sometimes because sometimes I really don't want to run with that idea. Sometimes I really just want to like be in a hole and just <laughs> not be here. So I have to... I have to be grateful and yeah, I have to try and find joy in just anything. Like, yeah. And anyone that like, if you point out to someone, like one thing, yeah, if you point out to someone, if you're walking down a road with someone and you point out to them and you go, wow, look how beautiful that tree is. Or look how lovely those leaves look on that tree. Or look how lovely the sun is. Whatever it is you say, or look at that dog. If someone ever says to you or makes you feel stupid for saying things like that, that is a person that you should get out of your life because <laughs> I've learned recently that these people are toxic and they will suck the life out of you anyone that makes you feel stupid for finding joy in things mm. or makes you feel embarrassed or makes you feel small that's not something you should find joy in is going to be a toxic person in your life and they need to leave yeah or you need to have words with them and be like please don't ever bring down my small high when I'm feeling great and I'm trying to point out something lovely mm-hmm and and actually your your sixth piece of advice is to surround yourself with positive people so yeah. that's obviously i mean come from from that right and yeah. the people you surround yourself with kind of reflect back to you a version of yourself that you most like and most relate to so has it been a bit of a journey for you to find those people that can kind of build you up and make you feel positive even when as you said, you're suffering from depression and anxiety. Yeah. I think if someone makes you feel great when you're around them, just keep that person close. Just do and everything within your power to keep that person close. And if someone makes you feel awful, obviously relationships are a give and take, whatever, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a relationship, relationship, whether that's a parent, child, whatever it is, it's all give and take. Of course, I understand that. But the way that people talk about themselves, the way that people talk about you is so important. And like, if you're with someone that's constantly putting themselves down, I understand like people go through things and whatever, but I really try to not put myself down around people because I think the way that you speak to yourself is so reflective on how you perceive other people and how you kind of like move in your life. So I would say, yeah, if someone, if someone's just constantly like bringing you down or like isn't talking to you about progressive things, like, I really try and surround myself with friends that are like doing really amazing stuff. And like, you know, it doesn't, they haven't like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like clout chasing or anything like that. It's not that at all. It's just people that are striving for more really inspire me. And I want to be constantly inspired by my friends and the people around me, people that don't take themselves seriously, people that can like, dance in the middle of Sainsbury's like whatever it is like I just I love people like that and I've spent a lot of time with people that don't really deserve my time because I can feel my I'm quite a people pleaser as a person and I can feel myself kind of trying to overcompensate 
And then I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, you're not giving me that energy. So why am I giving you that energy? Why am I trying to like, you know, suck like blood out of a stone? Like, yeah. But I think as long as you've got positive people around you and people that just make, if if someone makes you laugh all the time, just keep them around you. Totally. That's it. So important. What's your, um, your bad piece of advice or something that you've been, you've been told and then think, hang on a minute. No. Um, to chill out or to let it go I think as someone with really bad mental health issues I've been told countless times when I've when I've whether I'm having a depressive episode or whether I'm having an anxiety attack chill out like let it go like it's fine like just don't worry about it like just I'm like please don't tell me to chill out like trust me if I could just chill out like that I would yeah absolutely I would absolutely chill out like that would be a dream like if someone could just if you could just chill out but that's my worst advice and I think for a lot of situations that kind of translates like people being told to chill out or let it go or what's your advice then for someone that finds that they are being told that what's the best way to respond to it do you think if somebody says to you chill out or let it go just walk away from that person. Really? Like, honestly, I just walk away. I'm, I'm, I really try and not be confrontational anymore. So I would just walk away. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, cool. You're not, you are not going to serve me in this moment. So I'm going to move. I personally don't have the mental capacity to be able to deal with your problems right now. If someone says that, like, or if they're like, I've just got a lot on right now. There's so many different ways. But to tell me to chill out, that's a lazy response. Mm-hmm. And I don't buy it for one second. So yeah, I would, I personally would just walk away now and just make a mental note. Great advice. When make a mental note of that person and try to avoid that person the next time you get out your little black book, write their name in it. Yeah, exactly. And try and just like not, um, don't go back to that person the next time you feel like that and expect a different response because Mm -hmm. they're probably going to tell you to chill out again. And you're probably going to end up in an argument. Yeah, so for sure. <laughs> it's been so great talking to you, Sasha. Thank you so much. I've oh. really enjoyed getting an insight into your world. And it's made me feel kind of positive and uplifted to to hear all the things you've said about kind of finding joy in the everyday and all of that stuff. So thank you so much. Um, you've got an EP oh. coming out um, towards the end of November. Would you like to tell yes. us what it's called? Um, it's called Intermission. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited and I I just can't wait because I've been working really hard on it. And it's very honest. Obviously, as I've said, I'm a very honest person. So if people like honesty and if you like good soul music, then amazing. it's the EP for you. Yeah, I will <laughs> definitely be downloading it. So thank you so much for coming okay. on the Grazia Life Advice podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great to spend some time talking to Sasha Keeble, who you won't have seen, listener, but was wearing a rather fantastic outfit of a kind of tie and fabulous glasses, which we decided was her executive realness look. Um, She is going to be a huge star, so look out for her new EP, which is dropping soon. Thanks for listening. It's always great to have you with us. Take care.